At Scribble, we're proud to keep the free audiobook by podcast tradition going strong. But, of course, the free model only works as long as you sometimes swing by Scribble.com. That's S-C-R-I-B-L dot com. And support our authors by also purchasing their titles in ebook or higher quality ad-free audiobook form. Scribble pays authors at the same rate or better than other outlets, so there's no better place to show your support for your favorite author than by buying your next book from Scribble. That's S-C-R-I-B-L dot com. You're hired. Interview skills to get the job by Lauren Epstein. Read by the author. Episode 3. Many recruiters and interviewers like to meet the candidate in a social setting. Some don't. Ask if you're going to be sharing a meal so that you can be prepared if you're eating with your interviewers. Who are you going to be meeting with? Finding out with whom you are meeting, including their full titles, will help you prepare for questions. This will support you in creating an organizational chart. An organization chart, called an org chart by human resource staff, is a document with boxes containing the names and titles of employees, and then lines connecting these boxes showing the hierarchy of whom reports to whom, either directly or indirectly. Many times the recruiter will not be able to tell you with whom you will be interviewing. Don't press them if they don't have an answer, as it is not unusual for the interviewers to change at the very last minute due to the uncertainty of people's schedules. Often, your interviewers get stuck in meetings when they're supposed to be interviewing you. The recruiter or manager will direct staff to interview you to compensate. Do not be concerned, as this is a common event. What to bring to the interview. Ask the recruiter what additional information you ought to bring. For example, if you're an artist, you will need to bring your portfolio. You may also be asked to bring extra copies of your resume which you should absolutely bring regardless of what they say. You may need to bring samples of your work product, references, and documentation of your citizenship, education, or previous employment. If you're not sure whether you should bring something, bring it anyway. It's always better to be safe than unemployed. And don't forget the checklist that's in Appendix C of my book. Will you need to complete an application? If you're required to fill out an application, and most of the time you are, have the recruiter send it to you prior to the interview. By getting the application in advance, you can type it out, either electronically or with a typewriter, so it looks neat and professional. Most companies require you to complete an application that asks for information you may not know offhand. For instance, your 10 last employers. So get the form as soon as possible. Bring two signed copies of your completed application with you. References. And should you bring them? I do not recommend that you give the employer references until you're about to accept the job offer. A few hiring agencies or companies may take your references and recruit them for positions they're trying to fill. You may not want your references to be contacted by recruiters who will try and pry them from their current jobs. Tell the recruiter in a polite manner that you wish to provide references when you get closer to an offer in order to protect their privacy. By protecting your references from solicitation, you are presenting a level of professionalism. If the recruiter insists, go ahead and give them. 
it is rarely the case that a recruiter will call for other reasons aside from checking your background, but it does happen. Before you give out references, call each of them and make sure that it's okay. Tell the reference who will be calling them, the name of the company, the recruiter, and the position that you're applying for so they can be prepared. I have had a small percentage of references come back negatively because the interviewer did not check them beforehand. The reference checker knows that 99 times out of 100, the reference will come back fine. But don't take that chance of being the one in 100. How do you get to the interview? Make sure you have accurate directions to the interview location. Recruiters will give you the address and presume you'll get directions from the internet. Candidates take this address and assume the internet will spit back the perfect directions. Make sure you ask the recruiter or hiring manager for specific directions. Don't be a lone ranger and try to do it on your own. Many companies have odd locations in business parks or complex mini malls. Getting lost on the way to your interview puts pressure on you and reduces your ability to interview well. It adds stress to an already stressful situation and could make you late. The best solution is a paper map that gives you details of the streets you will need to take. Drive there beforehand if you're really not sure where it is. Never wing it on the day of the interview. Being late is the most common mistake you can make and the one that will hurt you the most. Being on time is critical, and on time means 15 minutes early. Be sure you have a full tank of gas, several copies of your resume, phone numbers to call in case you get lost or stuck in an accident, cell phone with charged batteries, your map, and something to drink. Will I be tested as part of the interview process? Ask the recruiter what you may be asked in the interview and prepare yourself. Many jobs require you to take written tests or oral tests, so be prepared by knowing what's coming. Will there be a drug test? Many companies require employees to be tested for illegal drugs. Ask if you will be expected to give a urine, blood, or hair sample. All are used to detect illegal drugs such as cocaine, marijuana, and opiates. If you are using any drugs prescribed by a physician, let them know beforehand. Regardless of your personal feelings about this policy, employers do have the legal right to conduct such tests. And remember, if you eat a poppy seed bagel just prior to a drug test, it can give a false positive result. So don't eat one for at least two days prior. How long does the hiring process take and what's involved? If you want the job, you're going to want to know how long this decision-making process will take. It's very normal to want to know your status in the hiring process. This way, you can plan for your life and prepare your next steps, such as giving your current employer two weeks' notice, taking a drug test, planning for a new purchase, or even getting married. You do have a right to know what to expect next. Find out all the hoops that you'll need to jump through when you start talking to the employer, way before you get the job offer. It could take anywhere from one day to several months to get an offer. If the company won't give you an exact date, you can ask the hiring manager or recruiter how long it took them to hire the last employees for this group. Waiting for feedback on your interview can be the most frustrating part of the process, especially if you truly want the position being offered. 
Many things can delay your offer, such as people going on vacation, budget adjustments, and the workload of those involved in your hiring process. Expect that your offer will come to you as quickly as the company historically gets them out. Do your homework before you go to the interview. Preparation in life is important, and I cannot emphasize enough the value you will gain by researching and preparing yourself for the interview. Being prepared in this context brings out your confidence so you are relaxed and at ease during the in-person interview. Research the company by making an organizational chart. I suggest that you develop an organizational chart before you meet with managers in order to get a thorough understanding of the company and how it works. The org chart lays out the management structure of an organization and the relationships between employees. In my book, in Appendix G, I give a sample page. The internet is a great place to find all the information you need. Check the company's website first, since it should have the most information about the company in one location. Then start an organized search using websites such as Yahoo and Google. Your goal is to gather as much information as possible on the people who are going to interview you. A name search should lead you to useful information about them and their company. By doing research, you will impress upon your interviewers that you have good preparation skills and are really interested in their company. I can assure you that if you do even the most basic research, you will have an opportunity to demonstrate your preparedness during the interview. Coming to an interview with this background knowledge will distinguish you from other candidates. For example, if you know that the interviewer won an award in their field, you could ask questions about what he or she did to get it. This will help you create a personal relationship with the interviewer who will remember your people skills. Doing a Google search is easy and can be accomplished with some simple tips. At the search engine's homepage, enter the interviewer's name surrounded by quotation marks and hit the enter key. See what comes up and start clicking on the links. If there's too much information to glean anything useful, retype the name with the words that are most likely associated with this person, including the place of employment, the job title, their city or state, associations or professional groups he or she may belong to, documents or books that he or she has published, or anything else you can think of. For example, if you type in John Smith and chef and cooking and Italian food, all the John Smiths who are involved with cooking Italian food will appear. Make sure you have the correct spelling of the interviewer's name when doing research on the internet. Often, there are hundreds or thousands of people with the same name. Do as much research as you can, but don't take chances by using incorrect information. Competitive Intelligence You should know the competitors of your prospective employer, especially if you're already in the field. You may be working for that competition. Knowing what the world looks like from your interviewer's perspective will give you great insight into what they are looking for from you. It will clue you in to the challenges they face and what goes through their minds when they're trying to distinguish themselves from the competition. If you're breaking into a new field, do not go into the interview without this information, no matter how smart you think you are. Knowing the facts about your future employer's competition is essential. Key information you should seek out about the competition 
and your potential employer are stock prices and trends, sales over the past five years, research and development expenditures, revenues or losses, recent acquisitions or sales, recent hiring or firing trends, contracts they recently won, number of people they're looking to hire, any press coverage, changes in senior level management, or pending lawsuits. Prepare your post-interview thank you notes. It is easy to have thank you notes ready to fill out and mail immediately after the interview. Go to a local stationery store and purchase a set of personalized thank you cards. It may appear like a lot of effort, but is a touch of sophistication that will distinguish you from the rest of the candidates applying for the same job. You can always use this stationery in your life when sending love notes or thank you cards or just a friendly hello. I suggest a simple card with your name printed on the front. It does not have to be anything fancy, just neat and professional. Address and stamp an envelope in advance so that after the interview, you can just write a few short sentences and drop it in the mail. In my book, I give some samples on what kind of letters to write. Dressing for success. Your appearance leaves an important first impression. Once made, it takes a great deal more time and energy to unmake. Making a first impression that suits your goal is imperative for interview success. The one rule of thumb I suggest for dressing for an interview is to choose clothing that presents you at your best. Your attire should be slightly more professional than the job you're interviewing for requires. What you wear is an opportunity to show that you respect the culture already in place for your profession. Even if the job does not require you to wear a suit, as many do not these days, dressing well for the interview will set you apart. If you're not sure what looks good, call friends and ask them to see you in your interview attire. Listen to their opinions and make adjustments if needed. Many people come to interview in a tie that is frayed or in a skirt that does not quite match their blouse. I know this is simple and very obvious, but taking the time to look excellent will increase your confidence and help you get the job. You do not have to purchase expensive designer outfits, but what you should wear should look clean, neat, pressed, job appropriate, and should match. Getting an off-the-rack outfit is fine, as long as you take it to a tailor and get it fitted for your body. To make the best impression, the clothes must be altered to fit and accent your best features. If you have put on or lost weight, make sure your suit fits. Don't resist your body shape by avoiding getting your suit tailored after the change in weight. In short, I suggest your internal greatness is represented on the outside by your appearance. If you are too casual and informal, you may send a message that you do not take the interview, the company, or the job seriously. If you're too stuffy and constricted in your attire, your interviewer may see you as uptight and restricted. If your clothes are messy and sloppy, they may assume your work will also be sloppy. Here are some other clothing tips. Look clean and neat. Make sure that your hair does not cover your eyes. And for women, do not wear wild hairdos or strong perfume. And for men, get a trim of head and facial hair. Cover any tattoos and avoid gaudy jewelry. Limit your jewelry. The interview is not the place to make a statement with your clothing. So how do you make the best impression? For all office jobs, wear business attire. 
Business attire is a suit, tie, and jacket for men, or a dress skirt or pantsuit for women. Dark suits for both men and women connote responsibility and a conservative mindset. A business suit is appropriate for most interviews, even if business casual or casual attire is the norm in that office. If you are a mechanic, you could wear jeans and a t-shirt to your interview, but that does not set you apart from others interviewing for the same job. Wear a polo shirt and clean slacks. It may give you the added advantage you need in getting the offer. If you're an artist, interviewing in a three-piece suit may not be the right kind of impression. You should come in wearing funky or stylish clothes that fit the attire of your peers. Unless you're interviewing for a job where wearing a specific uniform is expected, wear professional attire. If a specific uniform is required, ask the interviewer if you should wear it. Less than 10% of the candidates I have seen don't get it right. Most people tend to dress correctly for their interview. However, I've seen mistakes both in overdressing and underdressing. Remember that you are looking for a job, not a date. Whether you're a man or a woman, avoid blatantly sexy attire. Unless you're interviewing for a Las Vegas casino. Tight, revealing outfits, underwear as outerwear, or suggestive text on clothes are red flags for human resource professionals who only see the potential for sexual harassment cases and productivity-sucking inner office romance and gossip. Fingernails should be trimmed to a length that doesn't leave an observer wondering how you kept from stabbing yourself. The polish should be closer to a color your mom might wear than a color that your kid sister would choose. Having facial hair as a man will not hinder you most of the time, but in some fields, it gives your prospective employer the sense that you're unreliable. If your peers wear beards or mustaches, then feel free to wear one yourself. If you wear a beard or a mustache, make sure it's trimmed and looks neat. Trim any hairs that you might have in your ears or nose. Those can be very distracting to an interviewer. The bottom line is that you must choose and prepare your interview outfit in the days before the interview itself. Do not leave it to that morning to discover you don't have any pressed shirts or your last pair of stockings has a run or your favorite tie has a stain. Save yourself unwanted extra stress on the morning of the interview by having your complete outfit, including all accessories, checked out and laid out the night before. Prepare yourself mentally. While getting your physical appearance in excellent shape is an important part of a successful interview, it is even more important to get yourself prepared mentally and emotionally. Your mindset during the interview is the most critical component in delivering a stellar interview and getting the job. I'm going to give you a visualization exercise which will help you focus your mind. Find a piece of paper. Right now. I'm waiting. If you don't have one at hand, use one of the blanks in the back of my book. Now, write down the following. Your name and then write the words, is the, and then write your new title. Then write the word of, and then write the name of the company. For example, mine might say, Lauren Epstein is the new chief of surgery at Coney Island Hospital. Now, write this down 50 times on a sheet of paper. Make copies and tape them to places that are highly visible for you. Write this sentence any way you want. Crayons, markers, 
vertical, diagonal, black letters, cursive. The most important thing is that you see it. Make it colorful and have fun with it. Make it attractive so that you are drawn to look at it and read it. Your brain is very easy to program and will create what it truly believes. To prepare yourself mentally for the interview, clear your mind and imagine getting the offer. Imagine the amount of money you will be paid and what the letter looks like. See yourself happy and excited now that you have landed this job. See yourself in the new office doing the job you wish to do. Add to and embellish the story until it becomes an absolute truth in your mind. The story you tell your mind is powerful. This practice will help your body act in alignment with your mind during the interview. The night before the interview. Remember that the time you spend to prepare your body and mind for the interview will pay off when the interview actually occurs. Therefore, spend the night before your interview setting yourself up to win by being at your best. Prepare your clothes and make sure your directions, resume, ancillary material, pens, stamped and pre-addressed thank you cards, and your application are ready to take in a briefcase or folder. Also, put in some breath mints and a lint roller for that last-minute spruce up. The night before the interview, make sure you get plenty of sleep. When you awake, take time to be good to yourself. Eat a good breakfast and take a relaxing shower. If you have a sensitive stomach, don't eat prior to your interview. Drink plenty of water and keep your food intake to what feels comfortable. It is best to fuel your body so your energy does not fade during the interview. If you have nothing more than a cup of coffee or soda before your interview, you may be jittery and lacking in focus and energy. So I wish you good luck on your interview. That's the end of Chapter 2. Come back for Chapter 3. You've been listening to You're Hired, Interview Skills to Get the Job. This audiobook is copyright 2007, Lauren Epstein, and is released under a Creative Commons 3.0, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives, United States License. You may, in fact you are encouraged to, make as many copies of this work to share as you like. You may not profit from it, nor may you make changes to it. You must also state who wrote and produced it. A copy of this license is available at creativecommons.org. Your Hired is a free audiobook available at yourhiredbook.com and patiobooks.com. Your Hired is available as a print book from Lauren's website at yourhiredbook.com and at amazon.com. Lauren is available to speak to your group or provide career and interview coaching. Go to his website at www.yourhiredbook.com to reach him. If this book is of value to you, please stop by the website and buy a print copy. Or, if you're getting this book through patiobooks.com, please go there to leave a donation. Your donations help support the author and patiobooks.com so they can continue to bring you quality audiobooks for free. This audiobook was recorded and produced at Dancing Cat Studios in Vienna, Virginia. Dancing Cat Studios produces fiction and nonfiction audiobooks for the DIY author. Contact information can be found on the web at dancingcatstudios.com. You can also reach us through email at dancingcatstudios at gmail.com.